Let's get to it, shall we? Hello, this is my life on your TV. I overdosed to that nightlife, them bright lights and bikinis. I keep my hand on that gold box. I'm trying to find me that genie. They say money doesn't buy happiness, but I'd rather cry in that Lamborghini. good hope you guys have had a good few weeks um i was supposed to jump on here <clears throat> sunday you know at the end of my first week at my new job but life got in the way and it was bank holiday weekend so i didn't get opportunity to plus i had my beautiful babies with me um last weekend so i'm not gonna get an opportunity to do anything other than spend time with those guys so my apologies but here we are, man. We're coming to the end of my second week at this new job. And it's been cool. It's really, really cool. The people are really good. Um, they're friendly. They're, they've got banter. It's quite a small, intimate con- intimate company. But it's all good, though, because we all get to see each other and rub shoulders with each other, which is good. I spent most of last week doing the admin stuff, as you know, paperwork, and just getting to grips with some of the things I'll be doing in my role. And, you know, just meeting and greeting people so this week has been a bit more hands-on um more submersion into the actual workload that i'm going to be doing and um just starting to feel a bit more useful so it's cool so it's been a good week so far um it's something brand new it's different a friend of mine the other day uh not today actually reminded me how Stepping into something that's brand new and different is good for growth. So it's good for growth. Uh, change is always good. Any kind of change, whether it's, you know, the change you were looking for, the change you wasn't looking for, change is all good. It's always good for us. So, um, yeah, I'm happy. I have a good vibe about this place. So I am rolling with it. Um, so that's just a quick one about how my how work has gone other than that that's good i had my babies my babies were with me last uh last weekend which is really nice because i've not had them in the last two weeks so i'm um, seeing them always puts a smile on my face always 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 puts a smile on my face you know we didn't really do much as in outside except for bowling we went bowling kids party so we went bowling which was fun which was cool it's nice to watch my daughter and my son do their thing as myself itch to try and get involved, you know, because you want your kid to win. 
you know, I just took a step back and let them do their thing. So it was real good. Um, as it's, I always enjoy it when my babies come over. Always, always, always enjoy it when my babies come over. Um, they're always putting a smile on my face and a smile on my heart. You know, I always say that they always remind me of at least two good things I got right in this life. Um, and that's my son and my daughter, you know. And when they're growing and growing from strength to strength and increasing in wisdom, um, it just makes me proud, you know. When you're a single parent and you don't have them often, you know, it's just, it's good that when you do get them, you can see them and, you know, they're not lacking, they're not missing anything. I know their mom does a really, really good job and I will never take that away from them, uh, away from her because she does a great job because the kids are with her majority of the time. Um, but it's always good to just know that, you know, when I see them, they're just happy, you know? So anyway, if I get too soft, um, what brings me on the mic today? Think of it. Wow. Um, something that I, my conscience has been nagging me to talk about, funny enough, and I don't know if I've spoken to it about it before, but, um, if I probably have, I probably might have just touched down it briefly. Um, but for some reason, it's, you know, it's bringing me up. It's making me want to talk about it again. Um, again, as you always know, I talk from an authentic place. I talk from myself. I don't talk from other people's um, experiences or encounters because that's their experience and that's their encounter. But um, I'm talking from where I'm from myself and how I view things. And if you think I'm wrong, that's fine. You're more than welcome to. And if you um, have some points that you agree with, fantastic. And you're more than welcome to drop me a call in. Let's have a conversation about it, you know? So, but I'll get started on that topic after the break. But just before I spin off after the break, who saw Endgame please tell me you've seen Avengers Endgame and if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame hashtag spoiler alert what did you think about the ending with poor Mr. Tony Stark and the amazing Captain America and the fantastic um, Professor Hulk like what are your views on it I mean we all knew what the outcome was going to be right at the end they've been hinting it from Iron Man 1 all the way through to end game that you know it's going to be the end of the road for most of it for um tony stark so it happened like i said if you've not seen it already guys and you wanted to my apologies spoiler alert but yo it's been out for ages where your priorities been if you've not seen it already huh huh um but i'm gonna probably do a separate segment or together on avengers endgame it won't be tonight though because after i finish this i'm gonna read my book I don't fall asleep I'm gonna be off for the gym in the morning so it won't be tonight but at some point it will happen but anyway stick around because after the break we're gonna be talking about vulnerability and is it a good thing is it a bad thing is it a strength or is it a weakness and my experience with vulnerability Speak to you in a bit. See you on the other side. (music) 
Yo, what up guys, and welcome back. Um, in case you didn't, um, I know I always throw in tunes every now and then in my segments, but um, the last two tracks that were played, The Notice and Bad Habit, is from a very, very talented um, lady called Laura Lou. She goes by the name of Laura Lou on Instagram. I came across her by chance, and um, I've listened to her music, and she's a singer. She's over in Ireland. But she's got an amazing voice. She's all about that R&B soul kind of vibe. But she's got an amazing voice and a really good flow. So I suggest you look her up on Instagram. Give her a follow. Uh, get her up on Snapchat. Or she's on Spotify too. Um, she'll even know I'm doing this. So, um, But I'm always a big fan of promoting talent anywhere possible. Because it's all about sharing right and reaching out to as many people as possible so her name's laura lou that's how i've got her on my social media laura lou so hit her up when you get an opportunity with that being said let's start my little conversation so vulnerability is vulnerability weakness or a strength i have spent the best part of my teenage young adult to adult life up until probably last year believing that it was a sign of weakness to show your vulnerability you know to show to just open yourself up so much um, and just put yourself on the line I've grown up always being the kid and the guy to wear my heart on my sleeve and just completely get my arm chopped off every single time and um, I was taught at a young age that subconsciously to don't overshare about yourself so much especially when you're you know especially the stuff that you've been through you know the shit that you've been through and um, I've been a, uh, an island you know, when it comes to my emotions or my feelings. I mean, I know we all do. We all climb up. It's it's something that we do. But I've always been just quiet and just withdrawn and just pent up pain or whatever that was inside me. I never really shared it, you know. But um, as I don't know if it's an age thing, as, you know, the more mature you get, um, the less fucks you have about specific things. Or if it's just a stage of evolution that I've gone through in my mindset and my my life. And I'm, you know, when I meet somebody, especially somebody on a romantic level, when we have these conversations, I've sat down and I've just, you know, I've just said it how it's been, you know. I don't sugarcoat it either and I never make myself look good where I've been shit, you know. But, um... I open up and I used to feel very, very ridiculous about it and very, very um, nervous. I remember where I used to work before I was told then it takes a lot of strength to be vulnerable in front of somebody because you don't really know what the outcome's gonna be, do we? We can only assume, and if you're anything like me, you assume, and then you assume the assumption, and uh, you overthink, yes, you'll probably assume the wrong thing and then you'll overthink it and then you'll overthink that assumption and you'll overthink 
the thought that you thought about in the first place. And it's just a very, very stressful cycle to go through. But I was told, maybe it could have been because I had a crush on them at the time, that, you know, it was it was a strong thing to be vulnerable and open yourself up to somebody and just say how you felt and what you've been through and, you know, just share. And I never really got it. Fast forward, I've been told recently on multiple occasions from pretty, really, really what I consider to be cool, respectable people, you know. Not that everybody else is not respectable or cool, but everybody vibes, everybody has their own people that they vibe with. And um, I was just talking and expressing and just sharing things that I've been through and the journey that I've been on, you know, basically how I am with you guys. And then when they got home, we were just talking and it was like, I find your vulnerability very, very refreshing and things like that. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry about that. You know, because I still do it. I apologize for being vulnerable. And, I, you know, I was palm off as I was feeling weak at the time. And I was told again, no, to be vulnerable is, a, you know, it requires a lot of strength to be vulnerable. And it made me think, maybe it's true. I mean, I can be vulnerable and open to you guys because I'm under the guise of a voice. You can't see me, I can't see you. I can't see your reactions. You can see my facial expressions. Um, so it's easy to barrel on the, on this kind of medium and platform and I'm actually really good for that, so keep it up. Um, what was that? Yeah, it's easy for me to do it because be vulnerable to you guys because you can't see me. But being vulnerable in front of somebody who can see you, almost like Superman when he's in the vicinity of Kryptonite or Supergirl when she's in the vicinity of Kryptonite and she's in a vulnerable or he's in a vulnerable position. And to be able to go to somebody who is a human and say, this is what will kill me or make me weak. You know, again, it's a form of vulnerability because it takes a lot of strength to say to somebody, "This is what this is the one thing that could, you know, wipe me out." And I'm trusting you with that kind of knowledge. This is what it can do to me. This is why, you know. And in a society now, where I keep saying this thing, we live in a double tap likes and follows society at the moment. Being vulnerable is not something that everybody can do or everybody chooses to do willingly because of the way we are. But I say this to you guys, man. Being vulnerable to the people or the person that matters in your life can be one of the best and strongest things you ever do. It's probably like a really... It, I can't even quantify it into words, but you feel so stressed free and just people call it zero fucks um, living carefree going with the wind either way you just feel like you know you can't control people's reactions to your vulnerability you can't no matter how much you do you can't which is fine um, and you can expect um it to just be openly received either you can but here's the thing it's not about that 
making yourself vulnerable in specific in certain circumstances it's not about all that it's just about you having the courage to share more aspects or different parts of your aspect that weren't there before I absolutely adore being vulnerable now at second nature I talk I express I just I just say how it is I lay it out and you know I'm not worried especially in the dating industry you know the date the dating life the dating sector is cray cray because you want to be authentic and you want to be um, the man or the chick and you start having conversations because you think that's the way forward and then they hit you with something that requires you to be vulnerable and then that's it guard up and everything's switched I'm not perfect I still have my guards up every now and then but on the other on the other occasion I pop out and if I meet someone I meet somebody that seems to have my time we talk we share I make myself vulnerable could have been afraid this is all with me this is me so um i just want you guys to know that being vulnerable doesn't make you weak it makes you strong because uh, it takes a lot to barrel and smile so and as empaths if you're empaths out there you know exactly what i mean Anyway guys, like I always say, live your life one step one rough at a time. I'm sorry for the super long segment, but it's getting late and I don't want to fall asleep on you guys. But um have a thought about and just have, just think about it and then just act on it. And don't be afraid anymore. Anyway, live your life one step one rough at a time and always be happy. Peace.